Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I was wrong about this being a totally boring fight. It wasn't a a, a knockout by Conor McGregor that would have been the most exciting thing probably that could happen. But this was a good fight. And Conor McGregor was a hell of a lot better than I thought he was going to be as a boxer. There were still things, of course, you're going to nitpick. I thought that his feet were very stagnant. He was not moving around a lot. Um, And, of course, you saw how Floyd, just as the fight went on, was figuring him out. The strategy there was amazing to let Conor go crazy in the beginning Whatever. Use your energy. We mm-hmm. know that you don't go into long fights like this. I'll figure you out. It's a little bit unorthodox. And about the fifth round, you could really see it start right. to turn. And then Floyd did his thing. And and that's why he started out as minus 2,200 with this fight was because <laughs> he's that damn good. Yeah. He is that damn good. But they gave you a great fight. Whether you went there, whether you bought the $100 pay-per-view, it was entertaining. And Mayweather said something after the fight in the ring that I thought was so interesting when he said, I felt like I had to give the fans something yeah. after that Pacquiao fight, which is something he never said in the pre-fight promotion. Never said that. Yeah. But after the fight, admitted that that sucked. Didn't even bring up his Andre Berto experience to get to 49 and 0 and says I needed to give the fans something after that Pacquiao fight. I thought that that was great. I, I, that was significant, and I don't know what the hell Conor McGregor was saying when he said I made him fight like a Mexican. Did he ever I- explain that? I, I was sitting there dumbfounded by that that comment from Conor McGregor. But hey, this guy said a lot of crazy things leading up to the fight, and and then after the, the fight, he he makes that comment. So I, I'm still trying to figure that one out. But you're right; they gave us a fight. Uh, I thought McGregor would come out and be aggressive. He was. He kept Floyd Mayweather at bay with that jab. Of course, he had the the, the advantage and length arm length, and, and he used that advantage, but no footwork to, to speak of, and I don't think we expected that, a guy who's coming from one sport tr- and entering uh, another one, but he, he he looked the part. He looked like he belonged for the most part, and, and yes, we, we thought that Mayweather would eventually figure him out. You're going up against an unorthodox style, a guy who can switch every now and then from southpaw to righty, vice versa, and, and Mayweather figured that out. He was surgical in, in his, his attack like he usually is, but he was more aggressive. This was not the same Mayweather we've seen in the past. This was a guy who was very aggressive and, and went after Conor McGregor, and they did give us an entertaining fight. Yeah, and, and a lot better than I expected, and I the fact that both of them now I know – the, the cynical side of me says, well, of course, both of them were respectful in the end because they put on a good show, both of them for what they were. Of course, Conor McGregor wants to win, but the fact that he hung around for nine-plus rounds mm-hmm. and boxed the way that he did against one of the greatest ever is an accomplishment unto itself. And then Floyd, of course, 50-0 and 0 and is able to do what he does. So, I mean, they're happy, and they both just made an amazing amount of money, but... it. Whether they 
had a great fight or it was terrible, they were still going to make that money. And the fact that both of these guys who have been so unsavory through this process ended up being very complimentary of the other and said the right things for once, I thought was a nice little bow on well, it. You, i got to be honest with you. That's usually what they do. No, they it's speak, not usually they what they do. Back that's not then. what they do. That's not what Connor does? No. I mean, After he's a all match, a... UFC doesn't go over and congratulate Hell him. no. Well, I've never seen one of his UFC Well, then how fight. would you know? So I, that's why I just asked. <laughs> no, but you said that's what they usually do. Well, I'll, I'll speak for Mayweather. That's what he usually does. That's what the boxers usually do. After the match, they go and they congratulate the, their opponent, and it's all nicey nice after the after the fact. Yeah, but this lead up was different than your normal boxing match. I mean, the stuff that was being said to one another was—I mean, it's was crazy. You had both of these guys. This wasn't your normal promotion, so uh, to see both of them, you know, I wasn't was, surprised at that. I wasn't surprised what one. One iota that uh, they went up and played nice after the fact. Well, you didn't think... See, I thought that there was going to be excuses made by McGregor after the fact. That's what I thought he was going to do. And I thought that maybe Floyd would say, well, this is why... You know, you're you're not the fighter I am. I told you leading up to this. I mean, there was opportunities for those guys to do that. Um, True. So, so I was I was happy that they didn't. Well, we, uh, we knew the they point. were trying to sell this fight, and and we we all agreed they were two press stops, uh, too many uh, prior to the fight. But yeah, you get all that that hyperbole and the big talk, and and, and while I may agree with you somewhat because of what Floyd said, how he took some of the comments, you know, dance for me, boy, and the monkey comments and all that. And then he says he's going to go out and win this one for the brothers. Okay, uh, if if you were so serious about that and those comments stung as much as they did, why would you go ahead and play nice after the fact? Uh, So, you know, from that standpoint, uh, maybe it didn't sting as much as he had led us to believe. There were a lot of people that didn't want to see the fight stopped when it was stopped. I've seen way more boxing matches than I've seen MMA fights in my life. I've always been a bigger boxing guy than I've been mixed martial arts. So when the fight was stopped, I didn't think twice about it. A friend that went with me, he's a huge boxing guy, doesn't watch as much UFC, and he we didn't even blink. We was like that's that was the right time to stop the fight. He was cooked, he was done. There was no more. Right. But the UFC guys are thinking, wait a second, <laughs> you're supposed to be on the canvas, bleeding, right. drooling before the fight is called. But you know, and even Jim Gray said it after after the fight to Conor McGregor when he was saying, "Well, just let the guy drop me." I was surprised that he he called. He was like, "Well, they're doing it to protect you." Right. There's a little bit. I know it's sort of ironic in a sense that here you are. And, and having this thing where you're beating the hell out of each other, and then at some point you get protected by the ref. But, I mean, that's what he was doing. He didn't have anything left. And I know that you know Ike Feldman, who's our resident MMA expert, does a podcast here, works on the After Hours show. He's saying, well, I've seen so many fights, some UFC fights, where a guy looks like he's done, his arms are dragging, and then you know all of a sudden he, he comes back and, and wins the fight. Okay, fine. Maybe in their world, that's how it works. But when you're in the 10th round in unfamiliar territory against one of the greatest ever, he was done. It it was only a matter of time. And I think that stopping the fight there was the right thing to do. True. Yeah. I I wasn't surprised at all. And and McGregor was done for, and it was going to get even uglier if they hadn't stopped it right. He wasn't providing any defense. He wasn't throwing any punches. He was just a punching bag at at that point. So I wasn't surprised whatsoever that that they stopped the fight. And I can understand where the MMA guys are coming from. But you understand you're in a different arena, different sport, 
that's what they do in the interest of self-preservation. Uh, so you, you shouldn't be shocked that they stopped it. Yeah, and I, I don't care about sounding like a hypocrite because the way I felt about the fight when I first heard about it was the way I felt then, and the way I feel about it now is the way I feel about it now. My, my, my mind changed, my emotions changed, my circumstances around the fight changed. Uh, but even <laughs> if I had bought the fight and didn't have the opportunity, the very fortunate opportunity to go, I still believe I'd be sitting here this morning saying, you know, I was wrong about this fight. It was way more entertaining than I thought it was going to be because I thought that these guys were basically just going to go. It was all about the money and they didn't care and Floyd wasn't going to take him seriously and and Connor wasn't going to get near him and none of that stuff happened. I mean, if Floyd ended up being, you know, got to that point where he showed that he was by far the better boxer and he, he showed that off, late into the fight, and it was it was extremely entertaining. But there really is nothing in sports like that. I've never been to a big fight like that. And I, I love a lot of sports. I love football. I love basketball. I used to love baseball more. Um, but as far as an event goes, there is nothing like that in sports. I've never mm-hmm. been to anything like that. The anticipation, the buzz, <laughs> everybody in that town talking about it, into it. When the final undercard fight is over, and then you just have everybody standing up, and just the you know the guys coming out, and the the entrance songs, and I mean, and it's it's even on TV you get chills watching it. You know, when you're there, it's 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 mesmerizing. It 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 <laughs> truly is. Yeah. It's mesmerizing, and and I was very very lucky the way things worked out to to be there and experience it live. It's a unique. Feeling when you go to those fights and having gone to Super Bowls and uh, Final Fours and and and, and All Star games at, at the NBA level and, and other things, there's nothing that feels like a big fight. And you're right, the build up and it happens so infrequently. Uh, it, it's just we got everyone uh, converging on 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 uh, the, the city of Las Vegas, and it's just it's just a different. Rhyme and 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 feel and rhythm. I think rhythm is the word. It's a different rhythm to it. it it's something inexplainable until you uh, until you experience it. And it's just a trip. It's just walking through the casinos, walking out on the strip. It just you you feel it and it, it engulfs you. And uh, it, it's so cool. So yeah, it, it, it's it's a it's a big deal, man. It, it, it's crazy. And it draws people from all walks of life, from you know the Hollywood stars, athletes. Uh, from your, your average Joe, it, it's just a, a cool deal. And there is something that I never really knew that I experienced too is how quiet things get. You know, after the bell rings, you know, people mm-hmm. are buzzing, they're crazy, and then it's just like, yeah. everybody's so focused. Uh, and it's not like they're looking at their phones. No. And that's why they're quiet or they're disinterested. It's just that everybody goes from, oh my God, I can't believe this happened. To, just totally focused. I don't want to miss something that's going to happen. And just, I mean, it's amazing how 20,000 people went from, you know, this fervor, this anticipation to just on the edge of their seats yeah. staring at, at what was going and, on. And it was clearly, it, it seems as though uh, through the television that it was a pro-McGregor crowd. Cl- uh, oh, there crowd. was no doubt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, he, he got a ton of applause coming into the arena. Or even when they showed him on the big screen, he was when he was going to his locker room. Uh, and, and and Mayweather got a lot of boos. Yeah, there was no doubt th- that it was. And I probably saw, I mean, conservatively, 200 to 
350 shirtless Irish people <laughs> with the flag on their shoulders. Yeah. Like, everybody had that look. Just walking around the casinos, outside, no matter where you went, they were they were absolutely everywhere. And I didn't see any shenanigans. I heard that there was a fight near or around the MGM Grand afterwards at about 1.30 in the morning, and people thought that there were gunshots, but it was just loud banging because statues and stuff got knocked over. <laughs> but there... You felt like something was going to happen after really? the fight. You really did. Like you felt like there was like this anger in the air a little bit after the fight. When, Why was it angry? especially on the the, the uh, pro McGregor side? They should because people happy. are drunk and crazy. That's uh, why. Well. So I mean, if you want to apply normal logic to these people, well, having gone to those big fights, I, I you know I, I never saw anything like that. We're, People were drunk and crazy, so I just don't understand why anyone, especially if they're pro McGregor, they should have been happy with the outcome for your, your boy to last as long as he did. Uh, while I don't believe in more victories, uh, this guy gave us a fight. He, he stayed in there and, and went toe-to-toe, didn't run, so uh, he was aggressive at times. But let's nip this in the bud right here. He needs to go back to UFC. He cannot continue to box. While this was a good showing, you went up against a 40-year-old fighter, and you are not going to be able to now embark on a boxing career, I don't believe. And that was the talk after the fight. Okay, he showed well. Uh, Can he now uh, enter into this arena with both feet and and be just specifically a boxer? I don't believe so. Yeah. Yeah. You uh, were able to burp and continue to I talk did. there. That Y'all was that. that. Was I, I learned from you. That was very good. I learned from the best. No, I, I usually, I usually wait, <laughs> wait till the break. But no, I, I had to point that out. It came out of yeah. nowhere. And no, so but keep, keep, roll on through it. Right. No, I, I couldn't. Yeah. I had to point. That's right. our show. I have to point <laughs> these things out. Uh, I, I do agree with you. I think that to, to, to get greedy yes. with this is too much. Right. It, it has to be what it was, which was an impressive performance. He proved a lot of people wrong, even Mm -hmm. in a loss, a TKO in the 10th. He proved a lot of people wrong. And there should not be a rematch. There will not be. I hope there's not a rematch. No, there's no rematch. And if this was Floyd five years ago, that wouldn't have gone anywhere close to 10 rounds. And if this was Canelo or Triple G, like we're going to see in a couple of weeks, it was either one of those guys now in their prime mm-hmm. against Conor McGregor, it would be over quickly. As And that's no disrespect to him. What he did was amazing. Right. And you have to just look at it as what it was. And his accomplishment in this was remarkable. But let's not get greedy now and think that he's going to now take on the best of the best in that sport. And and he, I know he made a lot of money doing this. He'd probably make a lot of money if he took on somebody else. Uh, but he could still make a ton of money doing his own thing in right. his, his own arena, and he really should hold his head high. What, what is one. the average purse in UFC? Do, do we know Ike would – maybe I'll ask him during the break. See, yeah. he, he would definitely know, but I and no, it doesn't come close to what uh, McGregor made uh, the other night. Uh, so he's going to still be a big draw in the MMA world, but as far as boxing, nah, you're done. Go back to your sport. Want to get your thoughts on the fight? 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. What do you think about Conor McGregor? Should he continue to box or was this it? And also, what did I do when I was two feet away 
from my least favorite person <laughs> in all of sports. That's coming up next. Give us a call right now. 855-212-4CBS. In boxing, it's like, okay, who won the fight? Yeah. And now this is the time that you won the fight, so we have to call it. Uh, but, I mean, that's that's what he knows, so I don't blame him for having that take afterwards. 855-212-4CBS. Taking your McGregor Mayweather calls. Bogish update. We'll get into those calls, and I have to tell you what I did when I was confronted with my <laughs> sports nemesis, a man who I've said probably the worst things about on this show than any other person in sports. Yeah. I think it definitely has to be him. Would you agree you know who the guy is? I, I know who the guy is, and you have been pretty outspoken as far as your dislike of him. Yeah. Did I have some guts or not? Right. I, I, he's one. I, he's probably one A, and I know who one B is. Ray Ray. Oh, Ray Lewis. Yeah, who was yeah. there? Yeah. He was at the fight. He was yeah. not at this pre-party. But mm-hmm. but yeah, that you're right. That is another guy. Well, I definitely wouldn't have the guts to say something to Ray Lewis. <laughs> I gotta say this, man to man. <laughs> you would say anything, man to man, to Ray Ray. Of course not. I'm way too much of a coward oh, to do man. that. Um, but we'll, you'll see what happened with this guy, who's, who's less physically intimidating than Ray Lewis. But mm. first, the bogish update. What's up, Andrew? That mic doesn't oh, work. Wow. Unbelievable. Liars. So they've been having issues with microphones. Do you need a little bit of time here You need to get your script up? You just give me the script, man. I'll, I'll read it for you. <laughs> I had to sit here before because it wasn't working. There was an email that said it's fine. Well, it's not fine. Liars. By the way, I'm excited for this. I don't know who you're talking about. You really don't? I can't. Okay, I, mean, I have good. a terrible memory, so you might have said it No, I Friday. didn't. I actually did. Yeah, so... You'll uh, you'll like it. All right. Anyway, uh, as the great band Stained once says, <laughs> since someone hit 50 home runs in a season, and then Giancarlo Stanton walked into our lives. Richard, the 2-1. Stanton is swinging a drive. Deep center field. Back goes Caesar at the wall. Goodbye! Number 50! Giancarlo Stanton with the 44th 50 home run season in baseball history. That's Glenn Gaffner on Marlins Radio. Stanton, the first National Leaguer to hit 50 since Prince Fielder back in 07. This two-run shot broke a 2-2 tie with the Padres in the eighth. Miami won 6-2. They've taken four straight and 13 of 16 to climb within four and a half games of the second NL wild card. The Brewers are two behind the Cubs in the Central after a 3-2 win at Dodger Stadium and Chicago losing in Philly 6-3. Another home run for Philly rookie Reese Hoskins. I'm just coming to the ballpark every day with you know the same mindset and good stuff just keeps happening. Hoskins has gone deep in five straight. He is the quickest to hit 11 career homers, doing so in 64 at bat, 17 fewer than... I just get Garyed away. Gary Sanchez. His Yankees down the Mariners yesterday afternoon 10-1. Six of those runs came in the first when Seattle made five errors. New York's just two games behind Boston in the loss column in the AL East. Baltimore a three-game sweep at Fenway. Thank you, Baltimore. A 2-1 final yesterday. The Cleveland Browns have named rookie Deshaun Kaiser their starting QB. Thoughts and prayers to him. It is still veteran Mike Lennon in Chicago. Rookie Mitch Trubisky got time with the first-team offense in yesterday's 19-7 preseason win in Tennessee. We'd like it to go a little smoother. Missed a couple passes in the beginning, but um, I, I make those easy throws, but um, I'll get that. Um, something to just continue to improve on and go from there. Trubisky finished 10 of 15 for 128 yards and a score. Glennon led a 96-yard TD drive to start the afternoon. The Vikings clipped the Niners last night, 32-31. 
on a rushing score and two-point conversion with no time left. San Francisco starting QB Brian Hoyer, two early touchdown passes. Bengals linebacker Vontez Burfecht facing a five-game suspension for a questionable hit last weekend on Chiefs running back Anthony Sherman. Since he says in a statement, the hit was clean. It will support Burfecht's appeal, which will reportedly be heard next week. The Texans, Astros, and Rangers are all in Dallas today. As Harvey hangs over Houston, the NFL team is supposed to host the Cowboys on Thursday. The baseball squad schedules for a three-game set in Houston tomorrow night. And Alabama's likely starting D-tackle Raekwon Davis reportedly shot in the leg over the weekend. His injury is not considered serious. The Tide meets Florida State in Atlanta on Saturday. Boys? Steven Espinosa, who was the head of Showtime Sports when he mm-hmm. came into the studio to do an interview, was very, very generous and very kind in offering us tickets. You had the preview show. I decided I had to make my way out to Vegas. And the Showtime people, once I got there, could not have been nicer Great. And, and, and better. Cool. And really, really impressed with, with everybody there. Uh, so as a part of what they gave us when we showed up was these red bracelets to get into a Mm pre-party and a post-party. And the pre-party had just everybody there. Everybody. And I know that some people, maybe they listen to the show, Brian gets to experience a lot of cool, cooler stuff than I get to experience because he's been around longer than the NFL. He's just more famous. <laughs> he's been around longer. <laughs> he's, he's more famous, you know. In other words, he's old. <laughs> no, you're on TV. You've got more relationships. There's a lot of reasons why. And you like to talk to people. I don't. So there's a lot of reasons why. So I don't get a lot of experiences like this so much. So for me, you know, I'm just – I'm, I'm – overwhelmed by the amount of people. I'm looking at Don Cheadle. I'm getting excited. William H. Macy. I'm getting excited. Jeremy Pivens right there. Everybody's at this pre-party in this small Akon in this small space. And then I turn around and I did a double take when, when this happened. And I, I, I went from like a level 10 of happiness and excitement right down to the floor when I saw his face. <laughs> Standing behind me was my least favorite person in sports. <laughs> Hands down. The owner of the New York Knicks, James Dolan. The guy who I have crushed on this show, on any show I've gotten an opportunity yeah. to talk about. I can't stand him. I hate his guts. I think that the team has been ruined because of his incompetence. I think he's a dummy. And I think that it's never going to change for the Knicks until he gets out of there and he won't get out of there. So I had my opportunity to go up to him and say everything (laughs) I wanted to say to him at this Showtime party. And you took advantage of it. I did not. No. I did Mm. not. Now, Two feet away. Yep. Uh, let me explain myself. Why okay. So here I am, very lucky to be where I am. Mm-hmm. People being very nice to me and taking advantage of a situation that I never thought I'd be in, right? So I'm very respectful. I'm not causing a scene. James Dolan is a sensitive guy. We know this for a fact. And he's also a powerful guy, regardless of his incompetence. Mm. If I were to after getting invited to this fight and being taken care of like I actually was somebody by these Showtime people, went up to a very important James Dolan and started telling him how I really felt about him, it would not have gone well for me. No, I probably would have. My ticket would have been taken away from me because this was before the fight. I didn't want to risk any of that. So I took the high road, bit my tongue, 
And if you want to call me a coward, go ahead because part of you is right. Mm-hmm. But I rather would have enjoyed the experience that I enjoyed and be at the fight and be happy than go and get in James Dolan's face. And hopefully one day I'll be able to interview the guy and get to the bottom of all the stuff I want to get to. But that was just not the right time or place. Um, <laughs> um, I agree with you. Okay, yes. good. good, good. Uh, you did the right thing. All right. You all just right. walk away, bite your tongue, and enjoy the experience. Yeah. Yep. That's what I did. That was the, the right thing to do. So good yeah. for you. And my wife, who couldn't go, unfortunately, her favorite TV show, hands down, Shameless. There's cast members from Shameless everywhere at this thing. Never heard of it. You never heard of Shameless? It's mm-hmm. uh, on Showtime. It's William H. Macy. It's won. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's won a lot of um, okay. Emmys and stuff. It's a it's a popular show. So it's these people are everywhere. Shameless cast. And then, you know, of course, her being a female, big fan of Nick Jonas. Likes Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas walks in. I'm like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> like, she would have just been, she wouldn't have been able to hang. I get jealous. But, mm-hmm. but he's a short guy, that Nick Jonas. Yep. Short dude. Don Cheadle? Don Cheadle, man. I saw him twice because he came up to get the tickets right after I got the tickets. So I saw him then and saw him in the pre-party. Mm. You know, I was, I was going to go up to him. I would have talked to him about uh, Earl the Goat Manigault, that role he uh, played in yeah, an HBO movie. Because yeah. I loved him in that. Okay. But Don but Cheadle. No. I didn't do that. Didn't... Jay Farrow talked to him. No, who's great... Jay Farrow? Jay Farrow was a guy from Saturday Night Live that they ended up firing, actually. But he did a great Jay-Z impression. Mm. You don't oh, know? Okay. You know, you know Jay Farrow if, if you see I, him. If I see him, yes. Yeah. Probably. Jeremy Piven, I no. mentioned that. Yeah, just, uh, there's a lot of, just just was nonstop. nonstop. And, and good uh, party favors at the pre-party? I mean, everything. Food, just, drink, it, it was yeah, just, just lavish, I mean, it was, opulent. It was all the things that you know well. Yeah. It was it was a Brian Jones experience oh, that I don't damn. get to, I don't get to well, have. Well, you had a good experience. I decided not to go to Jay-Z's Club 4040 and, and enjoy it. I sat right there on the couch at the house and purchased it. And little role reversal for yeah, once, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Little I, role I, reversal. I had a great time. Just me and by my lonesome watching the fight. It was outstanding. Wow. Alone. Yeah. Man. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Here goes Gerald in Birmingham on CBS Sports Radio. Good morning, Gerald. Good morning, guys. How y'all doing? I'm on my way to work to build these Mercedes Benz for you rich folks. Cool. How y'all doing? Cool, man. That's Brian. <laughs> I'll say it. I'll say it. I think that I think that uh, McGregor needs to wash it up. I mean, he needs to close this thing down. He cannot become a professional boxer. Uh, my opinion on the fight, I talked to you guys about a month or so ago about the fight. I, I think it was just a setup. I think that Floyd took it easy on him. I mean, anytime an a, a MMA fighter can grab a professional boxer from the back and hammer fist him on the head and the referee does not even call or even say anything or even tell him to stop, it's a setup. Floyd just took it easy on him the whole entire fight. If you know Floyd, if you've ever seen him box before, you know Floyd could have knocked him out in the first round. That was all a joke. It was a clown show. I'm out. Yeah, I uh, – wow, he went with the I'm out, Gerald. Mm, okay, uh, Interesting. Gerald. Yeah, I, I don't think there, – there's a couple of things that cross my mind because of my intense cynicism. Yeah. Um, and, and what he said about you know Floyd waiting around and then coupled with the, I knew I had to give people a better fight with the Pacquiao thing, you know, I, I thought maybe he did slow roll a little bit to make the fight go a little bit longer. But – I, I genuinely believe that early on, McGregor was boxing well. It was the best yeah. he could do, and Floyd was trying to figure him out. I don't think that 
that was the case. Now, the ref did, he, it's not like he did nothing when McGregor was, you know, when they they were, uh, clint, you know, he clinched up and, and hit him in the back of the head. It's not like he did nothing about it. There was a couple times he could have gotten in there sooner, yeah. but he definitely, he definitely separated the fighters and said, you got to stop doing that on several occasions. So to me, this was not, it was not a setup. It, it wasn't. It was it was entertaining to me, and it felt uh, it felt way more genuine than I expected it to be when I went into the thing. Other than Mayweather being aggressive, that's something we haven't seen a lot of. Uh, he usually takes his time to to figure out uh, his opponent, and that's what we saw him do in, in this fight. And McGregor came out and used his jab fairly well. Uh, and, and Mayweather's not the same fighter he used to be. This guy's forty years old. And I, I, could he have knocked him out in the first round? I'm going to say no. Uh, Conor McGregor did a good job, protected himself for the most part. Uh, he had the the length, the arm length advantage, and, and he, he kept uh, Mayweather at bay. But, yeah, when McGregor started running out of gas and when Mayweather had figured him out, I think he threw, what, 16 punches in the first three rounds, did Mayweather? Something uh, to that sort. And, and, and then he picked up the pace from thereafter. Uh, their own after and, and and didn't really put the the fight out of uh, out of contention. So I didn't think it was a setup, and I didn't think Mayweather could have knocked him out in the first couple of rounds. He did what he usually does. He tries to figure out his opponent, see what they're up to, and you're going up against an unorthodox style uh, and, and Conor McGregor. And this was a totally different animal. So he he needed to take his time and and decipher uh, what he was what he was dealing with. Here's a stat for you that gives you an idea if Conor McGregor was effective at all. 110 punches landed versus Floyd Mayweather. Manny Pacquiao, a couple years ago, 81 punches landed against Floyd Mayweather in two fewer rounds. So Say that again. <laughs> why? Because I only heard the last number. Okay. So 110 punches landed versus Floyd Mayweather. Yep. Conor McGregor had. Okay. 81 punches landed versus Floyd Mayweather. For Manny Pacquiao mm-hmm. in two fewer rounds, yeah. of course, McGregor had two fewer rounds than Pacquiao had. So it's a total, I mean, that gives you an idea that he at least was somewhat effective against Floyd. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Coming up next, more of your calls on the fight. Want to hear from you. Lines are open. And also, Floyd Mayweather gets denied in Vegas. You think he'd get everything he wanted. What's the one thing he couldn't get? We're coming right back. Keep up with the latest on the show on Twitter at Geo and Jones. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Really, really entertaining, and I think I would have felt the same way if I watched it on TV. I know you felt that way ordering the pay-per-view, and you were entertained by it. I know it's a totally different experience being in the T-Mobile arena as opposed to watching it on pay-per-view. But I have not heard from anybody except that last caller that we had, and I talked to a bunch of people who watched the fight, that were disappointed with the fight. Right. That said, I wasted $100 for this garbage. I haven't heard that at all. No, I I didn't feel as if I had given away money. Uh, I thought it was very entertaining, and I I was uh, thoroughly surprised that uh, McGregor was as effective as he was early on. But then again, that's what Mayweather does. He takes his time to figure you out, and then once he has you figured figured out, he goes in and and, and wipes you out. And and, and he was even more aggressive in this fight, so that was a a very pleasant surprise. And and then to hear him 
as you stated earlier, say after the fight that uh, he wanted to give the fans more because of the ho-hum, lackluster fight we saw versus Manny Pacquiao and the hurt shoulder had a lot to do with that, of course, but we weren't aware of that going in. Uh, so, uh, no, I, I thought it was it was entertaining and uh, well worth the 100 bucks. It is amazing to watch two guys in a boxing ring and see that moment turn as this fight. I mean, it was distinct. You mm-hmm. could just you could see the fatigue in Connor early on. You could see how he was becoming more vulnerable. You could see Floyd taking advantage of it. Like I mean, it's, it was almost like watching one of those channels where you see the predator and the prey. Where you know for a while maybe the prey has a shot to get away, but the predator's too cunning mm-hmm. and too strong and is the dominant thing on the food chain and ends up eating the prey. It was almost like that. You know, where Floyd is just laying in the weeds, and then when he had that opportunity, just pop, 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 and next thing you know, it was over. <laughs> so it, it's really there. There is something. Uh, boxing isn't at the top of the. I'm a, I'm a football fan before anything else, but there is something about that strategy of boxing that when you you watch these fights, that is incredibly fun to pay attention to when you have a good fight. Did we get to the bottom of the strategy as far as the wardrobe that? Uh, Mayweather adopted coming into the ring. What was up with that? With the mask on? Yeah. Yeah, You know, I don't know. I mean, Bernard Hopkins reminded me of that because he's always had the executioner thing going on. But those are some weird outfits. You'll never wear those outfits again. Even yeah. his, his corner, you know, his pops. With, the, with the black and the gold yeah. stuff. Yeah, everybody had that. What was that, Pete? Oh, okay. I thought Pete had some. So I thought Pete was. I was, uh, I was watching. I was like, yeah. You just, that's, I thought Pete you, said I had that wardrobe, too. I, was, you, I you, did. That's yeah. the type of wardrobe you just wear once. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Hope they didn't spend a lot on it, but I'm sure they did. Right. Uh, there, were a, there were a lot of fans on both sides. I saw probably just as many. I mentioned all the Irish flags I saw, but I saw just as many TMT hats mm-hmm. as I as I saw Irish flags. I mean, there were the money team. Yeah, yeah. I saw the money team bus that was hanging outside the uh, MGM. Try to get on the money team bus? No, 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 no. I did not. Did you go to the girl collection? I did not. You no, did not go to girl. I did I, not. I just want to make sure. No, it was when I got into the cab. The cab driver, I guess, it was like his little like cool thing when you land in Vegas. Like he gives you the rundown. He's like, do you need anything before I drop you off at the hotel? Alcohol? Weed dispensary? Strip club? I was like, no, no, actually, we're, we're all right. So, the amount of marijuana that was smoked by people walking around there, because, you know, it's recreational. Oh, I mean, really? I mean, Wasn't it, aware of that. Yeah, oh, okay. I, mean, it, I mean, it is like every <laughs> plumes. You got to contact? Yeah, You're basically, right? w- right. walking back from... <laughs> The fight to the hotel. There was there was no doubt that that was secondhand high. <laughs> Josh in Pensacola on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Josh? Good morning. Jim Jones, what's up, guys? Hey, man. You got it. Hey, I just want to totally agree with you guys. It was definitely an entertaining fight. I thought uh, McGregor was going to come out, just kind of open his arms and say, I'm a UFC fighter, take it to me, Mayweather, and act all bad. But, um, now I think uh, Mayweather was trying to figure him out. He's southpaw, and it was uh, definitely a great fight. And then I just, you could tell about the fifth going to the sixth round, McGregor was, just from an athlete perspective, I think he saw that fifth round and said, man, I'm, I'm tired. And then Mayweather saw it and just took it to him, took him out. Yeah, you're right. I will agree. I, I felt right around the fifth round, too, was you know, where it really started to turn. And how amazing is it? That you can train like Conor McGregor trains, 
and to do all the things that he does to prepare for the fight and still in that atmosphere that by the fifth round you're gassed. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did everything. I'm fully confident he did everything imaginable <laughs> to get ready for this right. fight. Could felt like he trained better than Mayweather I, did. I, you know what? Yeah. I think that he still did even yeah. now, but it's just Mayweather's just different. He's just the, he's the greatest. So, I mean, you can't. There's nothing you can do. But after, even after that, that's how taxing that is to be in the ring. Five rounds, right. he couldn't do it. I mean, boxing is, is so difficult. Just you going up against a bag is, yeah. is, is difficult. And, and then you put a, another human being in there, and you've got to chase this guy around or, or deflect what that human being is throwing at you. Uh, it, it's a hell of a workout, and, and, and especially when you're going up against one of the greatest that's ever fought and you're entering an arena you haven't fought in. Uh, so, uh, yeah, even, even more uh, of an arduous task for Mr. McGregor. Mike in Stockton, California is on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Mike? Hey, good morning, fellas. Hey. I just want to say that you guys nailed it right on the head. Um, it was great, an entertaining fight. A, a lot more. I, uh, it was a lot more than I expected, to be honest. Um, I got to give it up to McGregor. Um, I, 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 he came out, wasn't expecting to see what I saw. Um, didn't expect him to dominate, you know, let him, the, the first three rounds coming out of the fight. Um, Mayweather Bean, as old as he is, taking the two years off, I think it took him a little bit longer to adjust to McGregor's style. Um, but McGregor working that jab, using that reach to his advantage. And what was great was him, you know, switching directions in the middle of a punch. I think that also took uh, Mayweather a little bit longer to adjust to. But Mayweather being the champ and being as great as he is, he studied it, he learned it, and he made the adjustments, and you see that change in the fifth or sixth round. Um, you know, it is, it is a different keeping those arms up as long as McGregor did in a fight versus in a boxing ring versus an MMA fight. Um, you're using different muscles, and I, I think it really took a toll on him. He, he, couldn't, uh, he couldn't make that adjustment. You know, you could train only so much, but it's different when you have somebody in, you know, in the ring with you. Yeah, Mike, uh, uh, you know, good call, Mike, and, and we appreciate it. I do think, though, that you could tell for Floyd that he was a little slower than, than we remember. And yeah. it's, it's understandable right. because two years later, he's 40 years old. Right. He was a little slower than I remember, but he still is amazing. You know? And that's why I said you know, five years ago, it would not have gotten to... 10 rounds. There's just no doubt no. about it. You would have seen that oh, turn no. in the second round right. as opposed to the fifth <laughs> round because that's how much quicker right. and probably powerful he was five yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. And, and he says he's not going to fight anymore and he, he probably, probably shouldn't fight anymore. He should hang it up. And, and what a great way to hang it up when you're going to pocket about $300 million. Unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, we go nuts. Mil. I don't think we talk enough about that because it just sounds so ridiculous. Yeah. But, like, we'll talk about that John Carlos Stanton contract and be like, oh, my God. $300 million. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about, what, over 10-plus years. Yeah. He made that in a night. Yeah. In one yeah, it, it night. An interesting uh, tweet here. Uh, Kyle Thompson, uh, a golfer, talks about Tiger Woods. 328 events made $110 million. Hmm. 328 events. Yeah. And Mayweather makes it in one fight. How about that? One fight, $300 million. I think Connor got over a hundred when yeah. it was said and done. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> good for them. Really, yeah. I don't. I, I don't get disgusted by that stuff. Like, no. I'm impressed by that stuff. Good work if you can find it. Arturo in Baltimore is on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Arturo? What's up, fella? Hey, hey, look, we got to give a little bit of credit to the um, referee. Did you notice the introduction? 
He didn't even look at Mayweather. He's like, yeah, he hey. stared at McGregor the whole time. I don't want any nonsense. I don't want any of this. People my boxing rules. Him. He goes, my boxing rules. Yeah, I did see that. No, I had to get, and then I know when you guys, this was your first event. I went to the uh, Mayweather Pacquiao fight. Let me tell you, the best event ever is boxing events. I, I see a guy in uh, light pink and light peach outfit, tall, really big, black, dread. I'm like, maybe Lennox, maybe not, because he had accents. Mm. Guy bumps into him, says, you need to uh, watch yourself. Look back. I said, oh, that is Lennox Lewis. I said, hey, sir, he's he just tripping. To my right, there's Tommy Hearns. This guy's eyes are wide open. I said, oh, Lord, this guy doesn't know his life insurance policy doesn't cover <laughs> this type of ass woman. <laughs> <laughs> Ten seconds later, there's Don the Magic Wand with his girl train. And let me tell you, girl number 15 was the best-looking chick in her school district. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don Juan. Arturo, man. Dude, that is, that is amazing. Seconds. Oh, my God. <laughs> Go up to the fight. I thought, um, you know, Floyd stayed in the pocket. He, um, uh, he, he kind of knew, uh, if I could just get this guy past 15 minutes, I'm going to try to wipe him clean. I think he did that. But I do think that Connor did really well because there's a lot of times where he, he got behind Floyd and I said, you know what, that's a body slam yeah. uh, because his footwork was amazing, I, I thought. But uh, I do question, where was all that power? Because it looked like, you know, I don't even think he could break the cigarette out of uh, Floyd Mayweather's mouth. All that power he supposed to Yeah, I thought about that. And Arturo, unfortunately, we have to go. But, uh, I, you know, I, I did think – that the punches would pack a little more mm-hmm. from McGregor than yeah. he did. But I really don't want to take away much from Conor McGregor this morning because I, I really was impressed with what he was able to do. All right, more on the fight coming up at 855-212-4CBS if you want to join us. Also, some NFL preseason injuries coming right back on Gio and Jones, CBS Sports Radio. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.